0: welcome to world football talk this is your host ryan de lorenzo here at me in the ring again second time on el Capitán Quintin Volpe. yeah
1: thanks for having me back such a long awaited return
0: no problem man no problem i had to bring you back we had to discuss this final i mean dude heart attacks like on both ends Imagine being Argentine, or imagine being French, and you had to watch this game. The emotions running through you was probably insane. I couldn't even imagine being from the United States if the U.S. made it to the World Cup final, or even made it past the round of 16, the emotions that would run through me. I really couldn't tell you, like, I'm hoping by 2026, this men's national team usa men's national teams reamed ready to go tim ream uh shout out um but i don't know i i I don't see it really happening uh i think it would have to be like a miracle moment um you know miracle on on the blades of grass so the miracle on ice but uh you know i what are your thoughts what do you think
1: i think there's potential for a run for a, a cinderella story um it's obviously the perfect setting for it. <clears throat> Our so-called uh, new golden generation. Uh, you know, hopefully they could get the uh, the steps right in the coaching staff. And um, I think that's a bigger issue than the talent that we'll have at the at the tournament. I think we'll have loads of talent, but finding the right guy is going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, I think the talent's there. I think we've agreed on this before. Uh, The USA men's national team has a lot of talent, a lot of young talent, too. So this World Cup was a good stepping stone experience for all of them. But, um, yeah, the coach needs to go. Yeah, he, you know. I think
1: that's, um, I think he decided that himself with releasing the Gio Reyna information. Yeah. I think that backfired on him big time.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, he probably tried to get a, ahead of the press just in case, you know, it came out. Without him saying it, so I think he said it first before he could get kind of ridiculed for bringing such tactics to a locker room. But you know, it is what it is. Bygones be bygones. Let's get into the cream of the crop. Let's get into what's important. What do, we watched an unparalleled game last on on uh, we're recording this today, Monday. December 19th um World Cup final was yesterday. How are you feeling afterwards? Do you feel like are you, are are you upset? The World Cup's over. Um what's your emotions after the ending of it?
1: Of course, there's always uh, a bit of sadness not to be able to watch this type of level of soccer anymore. Uh tournament flew by. I think it was uh it exceeded my expectations in every aspect. I think it was a phenomenal tournament. Loads of fun. Um And I think it ended with the greatest uh sporting event I've ever seen. Um, You know, Messi, for a lot of people, is a now certified GOAT. Um, I think it's well-deserved. Uh, not sure if he is for sure... Hands down, better than Ronaldo and Pelé and uh, Maradona, but certainly has the uh,
0: argument for it now. Yeah, I mean, the performance he put on, um, it really can't... Words can't describe it. it. It was something that you had to watch, you had to experience. If you didn't see it, I'm sorry you didn't get to watch such an event. Um... It really was the greatest way to end this tournament. I mean, Argentina loses their first group stage game. Everyone thought they were out, um, losing to Saudi Arabia. But in their defense, it was an unlucky game from them. Uh, they had three goals called offsides, and you know, hats off to Saudi Arabia for the only team that could have defeated uh, the only team in the tournament that defeated the World Cup champions. Um, would what would be the World Cup champions being Argentina? So I think that shows a lot out of them. Um, some really, there was a really good goal in that game as well by uh, Al Dawarsi. Um, just terrific curler to the back post, cuts up the defense, and uh, honestly, I thought France was gonna take a lot of the tactics that Saudi Arabia had going into that game because. Saudi Arabia showed that they can be penetrated through the middle, more than the wings. And uh, if you want to listen back to the last podcast, I mentioned that if Argentina can shut down France's wing game, the game's going to be done. Not done, but they, they're going to have a good chance of really controlling the tempo of the game. Which they kind of did, until they took off Giroud, put Mbappe up top as uh, center striker, and then he actually started giving them problems.
1: Yeah, they did a great job, and I mean, especially the first half, forcing off uh, two of France's better players, all tournament, and Dembélé and Giroud, uh, not even making it to halftime. Um, so the game plan was executed perfectly. Then you know how long can you really keep Mbappe quiet? Uh, yeah, a couple. of... Who is of doing pique? Mbappe? <laughs> he, who is doing Mbappe? A hat trick he showed himself. Um, who cares? Two penalty kicks uh attributing into that hat trick and then a phenomenal finish to score three uh penalty kicks against the same keeper in the same game just uh is unheard of uh nerves of steel i uh, had a couple of conversations about it today with some coworkers and friends but um he he showed an elite mentality um and you know I think everybody's thinking it, but he's going to put himself in the debate with Messi and Ronaldo and Pelé eventually, I think. Of course, yeah. Um, <clears throat> kind of written in the stars, just everybody sees it happening, hopefully comes to fruition. But um, yeah, this kid's an exciting talent to watch.
0: He's exciting to watch, and he's already in the goal story, uh, goal scoring final World Cup, final being the tournament itself, if... You know, if you ever see a stat that says FWC, that just means that it's total World Cup um tournament goals because technically if you make the tournament, you're in the final World Cup cuz you have to qualify a bunch of games. But he's earning contention with uh competing for top goal scorer in that with like Pele, Pele. I think he has 11 goals right now in the World even, Cup.
1: I think he's got 12 goals in 12? 14 games. What?
0: That's crazy.
1: Um yeah, absurd the turtle. He would have to, you know, I could see him playing in three more World Cups, so you imagine one One goal a World Cup should do it.
0: What do you get when you take a turtle out of its shell?
1: Uh, soup. A, a goat. goat. I believe. A goat. A goat. Oh, when was Mbappe ever in a shell?
0: I don't know. They call him the turtle, though. Well, I don't know I... why, because he looks like. A Ninja Turtle like a ninja or Franklin turtle, yeah. or something like that.
1: Ninja Turtle. He looks That's like a Ninja the, Turtle. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. He looks like a, like a Leonardo, Michelangelo.
1: Something, but I don't care. He looks like a baller, if you ask
0: me. <laughs> he is a baller. Congrats to the kid. Um, how old is he? 23? 23, yeah. 23-year-old kid. Tearing it up on a world stage. Making everyone... Basically, you have to bow down to him. First of all, you're going to bow down to Messi. Um, I was bowing to the TV set the whole time, to be honest. Every time Messi came on the screen. Um, But you got to give your hats off to Mbappe and all of France. Um, All the work they put in to even make the final again is legendary. Especially with the curse of winning the prior World Cup. You come into this final with that on your back. Um, But... Enough talking about it. We're going to watch some videos right now. Uh they actually we have a new video just put up about 18 hours ago. Argentina versus France mini movie uh by produced by Fox Soccer. But um yeah, we're going to give you guys a little rundown just in case you didn't watch it or if you did, just to make sure we're all on the same page here. But um what a game. I mean, it will go down in the history books as
1: I think the best World Cup yeah, ever. West Without World a Cup doubt. final with uh, you know a hat trick from someone uh, um, yeah. uh a title like that for a player like Messi.
0: Yeah, last last time someone scored a hat trick in the World Cup was 1966 and it was by an English lad against West Germany,
1: right? I saw something today that was like uh a chance some other country had about it. I said uh and this this time the ball actually went over the line for the third goal. I guess uh there was some disagreement about that back in the in the sixties. So questionable hat trick.
0: Uh yeah, that was uh I, I haven't honestly I haven't seen the highlights of that game, so I'm not I couldn't, you know, give you an answer on that one, but I don't know if there were highlights of the in the sixties. Yeah, maybe. It was it was pretty it's probably weird times, you know. Right after World War Two, yeah, Western Germany. That's Western right. Germany never eat. So it was the good side, not the Nazi side or the communist side. Right, Eastern Germany was uh, part of NATO. Um, I'm unaware. I'm almost positive, because e- Easter would be closer to like England and stuff. Crazy though that you would divide a whole country up into two parts because you know you got the demo- uh democracy side with NATO, England, France, USA and then you got the cl- the side that's closer to Russia. It's crazy that we had to have such tension between countries after such a terrible thing happened, you know. And like uh we couldn't realize how much Russia helped us Throughout the world uh the war, especially with when Nazi Germany just kept sending troops through Russia thinking they were gonna take over Russia and, and Kiev, uh Kiev, but whatever it was called at the time when it was the USSR. Not to talk about wars. This is a football <laughs> podcast. Damn it. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm
1: I'm laughing over here.
0: You know what was beautiful though? The My, world Cup final. Well I mean Probably number two for me comes in uh, football-wise when the um, Axied and the Allied Powers paused um, the war to play on Dead Man's territory. They played football during Christmas. Christmas Day, yeah. Great story. That's a great story. If you're ever ever interested, look up. I think they do have pictures or videos. Um, You know, this is what the sport's all about. It's about... The world—it's about all of us, no matter who you are, coming together, watching something. This, as stupid as it is, it's a game for little kids. You know, it just somehow amazes everyone. Uh, the expectation every every time you walk, turn on a game is just very heightened, and it brings everyone together. It just—it's—it's a—it's a worldly um, animal, beast. That just brings us together. We it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how much money you make, turn on the game. We're all gonna hang out and watch it together and maybe chug a couple beers. At least I will be.
1: Essential beers, yeah.
0: But anyway, here we go. Back back to the highlights of the game. This is the mini movie, so we're given like a little back pass. I don't I don't know how it's gonna look, but It's basically showing the locker rooms right now. Um, McAllister. McAllister's going back to Brighton with big-time BDE. They're going to win the Prem.
1: Just because of him. Yeah. He's got a 70 million uh, pound move to Chelsea's uh, bench. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. Soft penalty. Very,
0: very soft.
1: Not sure that's a penalty, to be honest.
0: It Not was soft, but
1: gotta see that again a couple times. But
0: I'm gonna yeah, I'll rewind it. But it was soft. But when you really think about it, obviously we know the end of the game. The other PK they kind of give is a little soft. So I feel like the I feel Parents like at the end you know if we're you know we've said before is FIFA corrupt? Are they up to something? Do they rig games? Maybe for the betterment of the entertainment. Um, but definitely. Let's see here. We're going to rewind it real quick. I mean, I was... So here we are. Di Maria gets the ball. Just makes a beautiful cut on Di Bele. De Bele comes in. Barely touches him. If I had to be honest. And I was rooting for Argentina the whole game. I didn't think it was a PK either at the time. Um, But, he, you know, he cuts in. He makes a nice move. He makes a nice, nice move on the ball. Uh, Di Maria. So you know he's going to... Now, take it in, try to find a pass throughout the middle. And uh, yeah, it doesn't really get touched at all. Uh, kind of just falls, maybe gets touched in the back a little bit. Ref calls it. VAR does nothing. Uh, they let it stand. And then who comes up to the plate to eat all this, eat all the scraps? <laughs> Messy. Going in for the kill. Going in for the kill. Goes to the right, which is actually important to note because, in the PK shootout, he winds up going to the left. So puts it puts it right, gets in Louis uh, Hugo Louis uh, Louise's head where, I put the ball right. And then it comes up to PK shootout. Actually, I'm going to put the ball left. But um, you know, France is still with them. You know, it's not a that exposed of a game and then they just started finding pockets where you know Messi plays a beautiful into McAllister. McAllister finds the ball out wide, finds Di Maria. Di Maria, unsung hero for Argentina. I mean that this is three championship games now for Argentina within um, Common ball. Um, So you had the Copia America, you had the what was it, the Lib- Liberatadas? Um, uh, wasn't it the one against um, Argentina versus Italy? Um, I think so. He scored in that Super Cup or something like that. Yeah, it was like Super Nation Cup or something. But then he also scores one against uh, Brazil. Beautiful goal, just chips it firmly into the back of the net. Um, and then scores in the World Cup final. You really can't ask more of this guy. Um, I I want to sing. Boy, you're my angel. You're my angel, Di Maria. You score the goals when we're in need, baby. Yeah. Life is one big party when you're still young.
1: <laughs> if he was a a young a new young signing, that chant would be phenomenal. But I don't think anybody's catching on for for a 34-year-old. Nah. Unfortunately.
0: Nah. I don't think so either.
1: Um, but, it, you know, it's still a nah, good one. No, but uh, Di Maria... Legend if we talk about it. Um he's been one of my favorite players for as long as I could remember. Um but yeah, definitely Unsung Hero everywhere he's been. Yeah. Um Madrid he put up absurd numbers. Um then where'd he go? PSG he was phenomenal. Always uh Juventus United. now. United he was Lord knows what's going on at United, but yeah, I guess we could we could call him out for that
0: it's cuz they're still using uh trash bins to take an ice bath.
1: That makes uh you gotta make the players feel special,
0: you do. Cuz they're all little prima donnas now. So you got to treat a you got to treat them like they're little Ken dolls, you know? You got to give them the nice suits, you know, make sure they're hitting a the gym with modern technology. See, this was always my problem when when Ronaldo had the things to say about United where oh Oh, the the training facilities, like, in the 90s. Yeah. Guess what happened in the 90s? The United trebled. Right. Because that was probably top tier and
1: next level, best technology at the time. Maybe.
0: Why wouldn't it have been? I mean, dude, they got squat racks. That's all you need. All you need is a squat rack to bench, squat, and deadlift. That's all you need to do as a soccer player. And then I run. see I see other professionals doing a lot more than just that. Well, you know, no no other team has first of all, I mean, yeah, teams have trebled. Don't get me wrong. But United was one of the first teams to do it in a long, long time before they did it. Then after they did it, I feel like it's one of those effects that teams go, Oh, this is possible.
1: They started it. They started the treble. No, they
0: didn't start the treble, but one of the most glorious trebles of all time, I would say. And like, dude, I don't know. If I was using a, a bench bar that was there since the 90s, in my head, I'd be like, holy shit, Roy Keane used to use this. Damn. Um, uh, what's his name? Who was the French guy that played for United? Eric Contina. He used this. That would just be in my head where I'm like, okay, I'm using machines, machinery that the goats have used. Some of the goats.
1: Yeah, but I'd rather work on something
0: uh, <clears throat> something new, for sure. I guess I'm just living in the 90s. I just love the 90s. Must be it. I just love the, f- the 90s. It's a fun time. But here we go, even back, m- more back into the game. So, um, you know, Argentina's sitting pretty. Up 2-0. You know, Di Maria giving hearts out to the crowd. What else is new? Then we got a tough foul on um who was that? Diaku, no. um, number twelve on France. We're not gonna see his name, but you know it was 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 it a tough challenge? Um, I'm gonna rewind it a little bit. Yeah, I mean if if that's if the first
1: one's a pen, that's a pen. They're both super super soft. Yeah, it's a good point.
0: So we're gonna see. I mean, he gets a hand on his shoulder.
1: Mouani. That's how
0: it is. Yeah, and then who fouled him, does it say? Otamendi. Otamendi. So Otamendi gets a hand on him. Yeah, he hits his leg. It's a foul. It's a foul. Um, You know, takes him out. It's not like, oh, con- collision of legs, whatever. No, it's a foul. And then Mbappe comes up to the plate 79th minute. Every At least I did. I thought Argentina, that's, you know, all right, whatever. It's going to be a 2-1 game. You know, Martinez gets his hands on it doesn't matter Mbappe's shot is so fast it does not matter you can get your hands on it it does not matter he's gonna put the ball away
1: I think he goes the same way every time right
0: yeah um just beautiful PK as hard as you can hit it right in the corner top top side on it right into the ground so it even skips a little bit before it gets to him and then we just got this beautiful 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 play open play goal in Mbappe is always so dangerous he just gets the ball. Um He gets the ball, beautiful cross in. Um heads it right to Turam,
1: I think. Let me see. Yeah, to
0: Beautiful ball, headed ball to Turam. Continues his run, no tracking defender. Gets the ball back. You would think, oh, let me let it bounce. Nope. I'm going to hit this once it hits the floor. So, it's almost like a half volley that just sticks to the ground. Just rolls. Rolls so fast into the bottom right corner. Uh, goalie's left corner. But, just beautiful. I mean, absolutely, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, he gets his hands on it, too. Another another goal that, you know, Martinez gets his hands on. Just can't keep it out. The power. There's the sheer power behind it. You just can't beat it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's flying to take it. And, it, like you said... Probably not expecting it, Martinez. He's probably waiting for a touch or um, try an attempt to control it. But I know
0: when he shot it or when he went for it, I thought he was going to sail it over. Yeah. And then, so, uh, you know, they didn't show it, but also, I don't know, was it end of uh, extra time? I think it's end of extra time. Martinez saves it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then we have a beautiful ball in to, um, to Messi. He no not Messi. Um Lissandro back, Martinez. Yeah. Laturo. Laturo Martinez. So then um 107th minute they go into extra time. <laughs> and um, you know, they get they're playing with the ball. Montel finds a ball in Laturo plays it in. Messi gives him the pass. He's onside. There's a shot on. Goalie makes a beautiful save. Hugo makes a beautiful save. But Messi's just there to clean up the scraps once again. And I thought he was off. I didn't even celebrate this goal because I thought he was offsides.
1: I mean, he pretty much, he orchestrated that as well a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, just determination to find the net on that one, to follow up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was his, you know, I don't think there was ever question that he was going to lose this game. Um, Obviously, there was questions. I'm not going to say there's no questions, but you know there was
1: no option for him
0: if if you're going to bet on someone you got to put your money on Messi you got to say to yourself who is the undisputed goat even before this game before this game ends who's the undisputed goat i and don't
1: it, i didn't think there was an undisputed goat i don't think there is an undisputed goat
0: you think it's always been Messi or no
1: i think it's uh I don't know. Of well, our generation, Messi. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
0: Ronaldinho, uh, Ron to go back to last uh, podcast, Ronaldinho, probably before him, he was his successor. Um, but then you had some, you know, you had the greats David Beckham, Zidane, R9, Giggs,
1: the real Ronaldo.
0: The real Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, Frank Lampard, Philip Lom.
1: Even those guys,
0: I mean, are are pushing it.
1: They don't have World Cups or belong to you know.
0: I guess if you want to play that game, but I'm, I, you know, maybe just class wise in general, just right. like performance. If you watch them, if you if you ever Google highlights of David Beckham, if you ever Google highlights of uh, Frank Lampard, you know, the, some of the people before our generation. But um, yeah, definitely, Messi is by far, the best player of our generation. And, you know, he says he's staying with Argentina for a couple more years. To Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think that's awesome. I don't think he'll make another cup. Maybe, though. He might make another World Cup. But then we just had, so then also, um, Messi scores that goal. You know, everyone thinks, okay, that's it. They just won again. And it's not too soon after, um, I think it was like, 118th minute ball gets flicked on and bop gets the ball outside the box. He goes for the shot and a questionable handball uh, kind of reminded me of when United got that handball against PSG in the round of 16 for the champions league where, um, you know, you shoot the ball in the box, someone turns their back, which you should never do as a defender and your arms are up in the air. They're in a unnatural position. Being a defender, you should never have your arms out of your silhouette of your body. And, uh, yeah, it's a handball. He stops the ball from moving through its path with his elbow. Yeah, and like you said, unnatural. Yeah. So, yeah, 117th minute Mbappe finishes it left. Same same spot as last time. He's going to go to the same spot during the PKs as well. Um, yeah, just calm, cool, collective... Can't be can't be stopped, and that's his hat trick on the day, as well. Uh, first time ever since nineteen sixty six. And they're oh, that's a good picture of them. So they're like right next to each other, uh, before the kickoff. That's a cool picture. Yeah, I think I saw that on social media. So the game, um, they didn't show it. Uh, I thought they were gonna show it. I don't know if it was the end of regular time or the end of reg- extra time, but. Uh, um, Martinez. Was
1: yeah, it was the last minute of extra time.
0: Of extra time. <mond sandwich> Martinez! <laughs> do <pyáveis>
1: Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant that
0: one. So here we go. Into PK's. Martinez in net. Mbappe first shot up on the on the on the list. Here he goes. Where's he going? He's going left again. Puts it a little higher up this time. Uh, I thought maybe Martinez could have got a hand to it. Goes with his uh drawing hand, not his near hand. Then Messi comes up, takes the next PK as well. Um it's just going to be a little sh- a uh, little draw pass. I think Hugo thinks he's going to go to the right again because prior in the beginning of the game, Messi went to the right, slots at home, on the ground, to the left. Uh, Hugo was definitely cheating.
1: Yeah, but if you watch that back, Messi picks his head up and stares right at Loris when he gets you know to his final step or two, approaching the ball. And I mean, I can't imagine as a goalkeeper how frightening that must be. Yeah. I mean, Messi staring you in the face and then he kind of just says, Okay, you're not gonna you're not gonna move. I'll just slide it right oh,
0: there. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I didn't even notice that before. That's awesome. Then we have Komen here. Kinsley Komen coming up. I think, I mean Martinez, man. Martinez! He just eats it. Just that's, a beautiful save. That's
1: just a good eat. Takes it to the chest. Beautiful. What a story he has, he, uh, his
0: is. Yeah. Um, what's his first name? Emiliano. Emiliano Martinez. Keep your eyes on him. Um, especially through transfer market, if you're interested. Rumors of him. Now, uh, Bayern Munich, if for those who are unaware, if they didn't listen to the last podcast, um, Bayern Munich's main goalkeeper, one of the best goalkeepers of our generation as well. Manuel Neuer, out for the season, skiing accident. He went skiing for some reason with a whole Bundesliga Champions League season coming up. So they're kind of um, shit out of luck. And they're going to have to look into the January transfer market for some options. Emilian, uh, Emilio Martinez is one of them. Emiliano, yeah. Emiliano Martinez is one of them.
1: Yeah, crazy. I mean, there's a a, a thing on Twitter that um, Neil Mopai on Brighton started this whole thing for Argentina and for Messi to win the World Cup because he, uh, if I remember correctly, injured Burns Leno at Arsenal. Wow! And uh, at the time, Emiliano Martinez was uh, the keeper that was available at Arsenal. I don't know if he was the first choice backup even. Maybe he was, but he just went in and did not lose his spot and <laughs> uh
0: so he so, was on Arsenal?
1: Yeah, and obviously now he's at uh, Aston Villa starting week in, week out. But um Neil pot pa- Neil Mopay, I think him for some reason it doesn't yeah, sound like right A- anymore. P-A-P- but uh yeah you know, he's actually half Argentina Argentine Argentine? We went over this last time. Argentine Argentinian yeah. Uh half Argentine, half French. Wow. So the the rumor uh intensifies if you if you were to say
0: yeah so then we here here we are next pk taker slots it down the home uh the whole um Dibala Subzon only to take a pk um i w- i was surprised to see Chumani walk up to the ball yeah and he just a young defensive
1: left. midfielder
0: It's it's a Um, shame for him. That could have meant that, you know, he puts that away. Uh, They're only down, you know. I mean,
1: France was a very young squad. It's true. So, I don't know. I guess it's all right. But they have forwards. I would expect a forward to want to take one. Yeah.
0: And then you have uh, number five, Perardes, center back, puts one away, makes it. CDM. 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 Yeah. Makes it a 3-1 affair in the PK and then uh, French taker comes up. Mulani. Mulani comes up. Um, shanks it puts it right down the middle. Not shanks it. Uh, stabs it right down the middle. Martinez is nowhere to be found. And then we are here. We are the uh, final kick of the tournament. Um, it really, you know, it was. Uh, did Did you have any doubt that he was going to miss or score or what? What was your opinions on this?
1: I don't know. I don't really. I remember hoping he missed. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to see a little bit more drama. I think. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, I kind of wanted France to win. Yeah. Like
0: I said. So
1: I was hoping for a miss. That's the best way I can put it.
0: Oh well, here it was. Um, Gonzalo Montiel, from Sevilla, comes up to the plate. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Got to score. I mean, if you don't score, obviously you have the room to score with another one. Yeah, a little bit of room, but... A little bit. Um, you just want to put it to bed. You just want to, yeah. You want that game to end. And then, um, you know, he comes up to the plate, slots to the left. You know, Lurie's nowhere to be seen. Takes a shirt off.
1: I think that's a perfect pen in the situation. Nice and safe. Put yeah. it in the corner. Hope the keeper guesses the wrong way.
0: Yeah, I would. I would agree. And what
1: a moment. I didn't even, what a moment. even tell you who he was before the tournament.
0: No. What a moment for Argentina. What a moment for Messi. Um you know, they really said to each other before uh after they won the Copa America, you know, Messi said to his whole to the whole dressing room, Thank you guys so much for us winning this. I needed to win this trophy, but we need to win the World Cup in four years. Yeah,
1: I think I saw that as well.
0: And, you know, they did it for him. As much as we want to say, oh, you know, these soccer players are prima donnas, blah, blah, blah. They only play for themselves. It's only a couple of them.
1: I think this is the best tournament to see the, uh, obviously, the teams come together. Or the players come together. Yeah. No debate there. But uh, I'm excited for the Killian Mbappe
0: comeback story for that. Yeah, without a doubt. He's going to have that on his mind for the next four years. And especially if France is healthier. Um, you know, if they do have Conte.
1: Yeah, they got, they got talent coming up. I got, mean, I'd be surprised if Conte's still
0: around. Who's the, um, the guy he just signed for Chelsea? He's rumored, well, they just, uh, officially made a post uh, about it. And Nkunku? Nkunku.
1: Listen, his name, this is crazy, this blew my mind. He's just NKU twice.
0: In, what?
1: NKU. NKU? It's the same noise twice in kuku in kuku but when you when you say it if you write it down it looks better or you
0: you'll see what I'm talking about it's pretty sick well i mean you know it's just what without a doubt the greatest world cup we've ever witnessed with our eyes right yeah definitely the most i've paid attention to one as well i believe wherever you were i hope you know you were with family and friends watching it uh really Experiencing the moment together, um, it was just, it was unworldly. Um, it, it you know, you can watch highlights all you want, but the things you're going to remember is where you were when you were watching it.
1: Yeah, I'll never forget where, you know, watching it at the place we were at. Yeah.
0: Shout oh, out awesome. Croxley's Farmingdale.
1: Yeah. Set up a really good environment for it.
0: Yeah. There was a lot of uh, Argentine fans, Argentina fans.
1: Yeah, big time. Um, for heavy some dominance
0: reason, yeah for some reason though I feel like when France scored a lot of people started cheering but I have a feeling that was just because people had money on the game could have been yeah I that, didn't see many French French uh, supporters yeah I didn't see French jerseys you know when I was saying poo poo pee pee francais <laughs> no one was like you know chatting back no one said anything when we were like who is too messy uh. too tu mbappé yeah, it was a good one. But um, he, he showed up. He did show up. You gotta give it to him. You gotta give it to him.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a a fun time watching him.
0: Yeah. But um, you know, so we got we we talked about the game. Now I made a personal list of my favorite goals of the World Cup. And if um I'm gonna put it in the description, um, at least I'll try to. But when you really look at it, um, Mbappe, at least on my list, has four of the best World Cups out of the top 15. Um, they're all actually ranked, he goes, for me. So we'll start right now. Um, number 15 for me, Mbappe, final significance, it's probably ranked one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, yeah, uh, I, I, no, I guess I
1: guess Messi's Messi's uh, final goal.
0: I would honestly say uh 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 not Tuchamani, uh how do you say it? Uh, the French guy uh Chumani? I think his goal against England, if I had to go significance wise, is it's up there. It might be number one. Especially coming out of him, a center defensive MIDI, a guy who doesn't regularly score. If they don't score that opening goal against England who knows if they make it past England? Yeah, true. You know? But let's let's tell them what goal it
1: is. It's the it's the Mbappe
0: volley. So we got the Mbappe volley against Argentina in the FIFA World Cup. Um, just beautiful work. You know, the ball, like we said before, ball gets headed to him. He heads it to uh, Muani. Nah, to, to Ram. Uh, he heads it to Turam. Turam just chips it over the defender. Plays him beautifully in, like we said. Uh, Martinez probably thought, "Oh, um, you know, he's gonna take a touch. He's gonna do whatever. He doesn't do any of those things. He takes that uh, that shot one time, just buries it into the back of the net. Martinez gets a little bit of his pits on it, uh, his mitts on it, but <laughs> his pits. Um, but yeah, end of the day, Mbappe puts it away.
1: Yeah, what a finish! Just an incredibly difficult skill." I thought he was going to rush it and send it into the stands, but obviously he underestimated him.
0: Yeah. But then we also have Mbappe coming in at number 14, um, his goal against Australia, and uh, we're going to watch it right here. Timbele. Timbele's got the ball, plays a beautiful ball, and I mean, it's their first goal of the World Cup for France. Uh, he just gets a beautiful ball and heads it back post, hits the pipe, goes in. They needed it too. They were down one nil against Australia who would have whoever thought they would have even conceded the first goal against such a team
1: yeah, that was shocking to everybody
0: the Socceroos. the Socceroos had a good tournament
1: yeah, much I'll, better than I thought i'll give it I to counted them. them out
0: yeah, I did too.
1: They had a sick watch party too at like three a m or something I saw some videos about, so that respect goes out to Australia.
0: Yeah, Australia people like to get after it. They like to have fun. Seem like a fun group of people. Yeah, they they like to drink a lot. <laughs> Big drinkers. But um, after fourteen, uh, Mbappe going against Australia, we have Mbappe once again, uh, in the round of sixteen against Poland, which was a I'm pretty sure it was a three one route. Um, I'm almost positive. It was either three one or four one.
1: But Mbappe scored scored two, and yeah, number it was 3-1. 13 is his first or second?
0: Uh, Second goal, number 13. He just gets the ball pretty much outside the box, right on the corner of the edge, and just finds a beautiful strike with his right foot.
1: Finds it right inside. Sorry, that was the video of the first one. So he's right in the, if you're attacking the goal, the top left corner, the 18, just turns inside the box. Snipes a far post. A yeah. little bit of
0: curl, a lot of power. Nothing Chesney could do about it. Yeah. And then uh, coming in at 12, we have Mbappe's first goal against Poland in the round of 16. You know, he just gets this ball. and Top dri- of the box. This yeah. is the one you were just talking about. Just He dribbles up so slow. Uh, to be able to stop the ball on a dime and kind of just move it really slow and then find all this power behind it, this crushing, knuckling power. Uh, just places it right over the goalie's right shoulder into the top left corner. There's nothing you can do about that. But excellent goal, excellent four goals by Mbappe. Um, probably his top four goals of the World Cup, I would say. He had another one against. Um, who did they beat? Two to one.
1: Later stages.
0: Uh, no, it was pretty early in the group. Uh, it was against Denmark. He had a decent goal. It hit like hit off his like thigh. Remember that? It was like crossing to the box, a mm, right. couple yeah, last seconds of the game.
1: Just wanting to score the goal.
0: 86th minute, put one in.
1: Beat somebody to the ball, right?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, just for you know, for what it is, I, I put that number 15 goal of yours, I put that at least uh, top three. Really? Yeah, I think that was uh, incredibly difficult and uh great piece of, you know, catching the
0: keeper off guard. But you know, I, to each his own. Yeah, to each their own. I I also just see it like he kind of just there wasn't like a lot of build up into it. Um, I think the the interplay
1: with him and Rom is it's true. So difficult.
0: It's true. Significance wise, I'd put it one. I would put it one. But if I'm just gonna go class, absolute skill in class, I I, me personally, I can't rank it high. Fair. That's just me. But then here we are, number 11, Rashford. Um, free kick against Wales, match week three. Match day three. Match day three. They really needed to uh, bring this one home, um, especially to win the group with the United States uh, having a nice 1 0 victory at the same time as this game was going on. And uh, he's just, you know, he's behind it. You think. If you're a United fan, you've seen this before. You know the distance. You know he has the capability to put this ball away. And he just lines up behind it, gets his little step in, boom. Uh, pretty, Pretty similar distance to the opportunity he had against France, which went... I mean, if he puts that goal in against France, man oh man, is that... Would he would that have been one of the goals of the of the World Cup. But he puts it up in against uh Wales and it's just beautiful. Um that's why he's ranked number eleven for me. Yeah, it's a quality effort.
1: I think the keeper uh cheated a little bit. Um I think the uh Mexico
0: free kick is way clear, but we'll get to that. Yeah. And then um here we are number ten. So now we're entering the number ten ranks of Best goals of the World Cup. We have Enzo Fernandez, uh, assisted by Lionel Messi. Um, Argentina versus Mexico. Argentina coming off a tough loss against Saudi Arabia. Nice 2-0 victory for Saudi Arabia. Unheard of. No one thought he was going to be able to do it. Uh, Saudi Arabia would be able to do it. They didn't. And then this was a big game. A lot of people had a lot of notions behind Argentina. Are they the team to do it? Can they actually get it done? Or is Messi a no-show? Um, what's going on? What's going on behind the scenes? But Enzo Fernandez puts it all to bed. Um, this was the second goal of the game. He just finds the ball from Messi. Finds the ball pretty, you know, a couple a couple yards inside the the 18 top left of the 18. If you're looking at the net, and just finds a nice right right-footed uh, shot on net, curls it top right corner where uh, Ochoa who you know we've all seen what a Ochoa can do saving wise uh, defending the net wise um, and he, he couldn't get his hands on it it was just a beautiful place goal meant a lot for Argentina they needed that goal to seal this game off and get back into the uh, the group stage race for the title for the win for the group to get number one seed
1: yeah huge and what a moment for the for the breakout star of the tournament.
0: Um also keep your eyes on him, Enzo Fernandez on Benefica. So as we dive more into Champions League, uh I bet you his name will pop up, especially with the two games going on. Um, who they have to play in their in their upcoming matches, uh they have uh Club Bruges. So that should be interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty nice drawing for them.
0: Yeah is a good team. So keep your eyes on them. Um, but then here we are. Number nine. Messi. Same game against Mexico. Um, he, he finds the ball. Let's see here.
1: About 25 out. Top of the 18. Center. Just picks his corner. Not too much power, but just plays so well.
0: Yeah, that that goal was all about placement. Um, just big moment too as well. His first goal of the World Cup to get things started. He wounds up with another assist that game as well. Just adding to his uh, stat tallies. Just shows like even the way they celebrate one goal. It just shows how much it means to them. Um, that they weren't going to bend over and die in this tournament. That they could go and do special things. Especially putting him two against Ochoa. Not an easy task. I mean, not the greatest Mexican side we've ever seen. Probably one of the weakest World Cup sides. But still, um, just absolutely amazing from him. Um, and then here we are. Number eight. Number eight. Um, it was a game against Iran and Wales. It was... Um, Shesme, I would say. I don't I don't know how to say it correctly, but I'm. I'm pretty sure it's Shesme. Uh he was um one of their I'm pretty sure he was one of their top goal scorers this World Cup. Crazy game, if anyone watched it. I'm pretty sure it was like one of the earliest games in the morning. But it's the uh it was the hundredth and oh my bad, not the hundredth. It was the 99th. ninth. Yeah, ninety ninth minute. Um Roseba Chesme, just puts it in. Uh, absolute peach of a goal from outside the box. Um, you know, they had to take out. Wales, Wales got a red card, which forced them to have to sub on another goalkeeper. Uh, Wayne Hennessy got a red card. And then here was Shesme uh, from outside the box. He just, um, we're all power, far post, keep it low. Yeah,
1: Re- really good finish.
0: Really good finish. Um, number nine, one of the most unsung goals of the World Cup, because the significance of it wasn't really high. We had uh, Piak against Brazil, South Korea against Brazil. It was a 4 nothing game at the time, almost a consolation goal. But, oh man, this goal from outside the box was just a delight. Uh especially if you woke up for this game. This was another early game as well. Side volleys it beautifully to the side corner and uh Robin uh Robinson is nowhere to be seen. Not Robinson. Allison. Allison's nowhere to be seen. Just um amazing finish uh from the South Korean.
1: Yeah, good touch. Two bounces. Strike through it. Yeah. I think that's higher than number nine though. I think that's eight or seven to be
0: honest. I got you. that uh seven. Seven, yeah. And then we have, uh, from skill and significance, um, uh, too, too, too many. Too many. Too many. Quarterfinal game against England. I was talking about this before. Absolute world class. Um, they really needed a goal. They, they, they had so much pressure already in this game, coming down from the left hand side through Mbappe. But Mbappe really didn't get a lot done with Kyle Walker on him. Uh, shut him down a lot. Went pace for pace for him. But they kind of worked the ball around. They got a couple passes. Probably like eight passes and too many. Just is maybe 25 yards out. Rips a shot. Low to the ground. Meg's a defender. Finishes the bottom left corner through uh, right past Pickford.
1: Yeah, just taking his chance. Yeah. Just hoping for the best striking through the ball finds a window through some players and, uh, you know, tougher from a keeper's perspective when it's, uh, going through that many bodies to get a good read and
0: jump in time to, uh, to get to where it's going. Yeah. But then here we are, we are going to move on to so, Salam al-Dasari's. Salam al-Dasari. Yeah. Um, number five. For me, um, you know, this was the only game they won. And what a game to do it against
1: yeah. Argentina. If you're not going to advance, you might as well beat the
0: the the team that's going to go on and win the tournament, right? Yeah. So they have to play Argentina first round. No one saw this coming. Everyone said Argentina lock. Minus one and a half. Minus two and a half, I saw some on some places. People were taking them, putting them in parlays and such. But here was Saudi Arabia, uh, didn't bend, didn't break. Bend, didn't break.
1: Right, yeah, three offsides goals is definitely bending.
0: Yeah, very, very close. Very close to um. being a route. But then uh, here we have Al Desuari. Just, Just go back a little bit. Go back a couple seconds, yeah. Gets the ball top left of the box if you're looking at the net. Dances around a couple defenders. Finds an open space. Finishes it with his right foot right past Martinez. Completes the goal with a celebration hat uh, backflip, which was pretty dope. Martinez, once again, with his hands to it, too, as well. Just can't keep it out. Yeah, good moment to celebrate. Yeah. Absolutely insane from them. And then we have uh, number four here. Pretty early into the World Cup. um, First game. First match match. day of for England we have uh, Bokai Osaka and his goal against Iran and what a goal it was I mean he just feeds off fends off three defenders um, plays the ball uh, just hits it like a rocket bar down ski literally nothing you can do about it yeah it's a snipe beautiful goal good technique to keep it down on the volley yeah. Wounds up uh scoring a, another goal as well that game. Not not as nice, but still, hey, goal's a goal, right? right two goals in one World Cup game. Yeah. Young young kid as well. Um but here we are, top three goals, my personal opinion. Ryan DiLorenzo's opinion. Well yeah, let's put that out there. Yeah. Make sure, you know, this isn't you know, you heard the rankings from me first, okay? When, they, uh, when Fox Soccer releases top goals of this World Cup, just remember, I told you, at least seven of these. I did a lot of time and research on them. Um, I'd
1: like to see the matchup.
0: Yeah. So, first goal. Uh, I mean, not first goal. Third goal. Third best ranked goal. We have Richarlson. Round of 16, South Korea. In a game that turned out to be a blowout. 4-0 four, four at one point. Then we also saw... PX goal um, to make it a 4-1 game, which was also beautiful. But then we just have Richarlson here. And world-class player. Um, It was the goal when he juggles the ball up in the air, feeds it to his left foot, gives it away. Um, Ball gets played across the box. He just continues to make his run, darting through the box. And then he gets the through ball. Finishes it right over the goalie's right shoulder. Nothing you can do. I mean, it's just... One of those goals that, you know, Brazil sets up, they're, they know where to put their men in position when they have a guy who, you know, he's their center forward. So, him having the ball in the midfields means that the winger could be open or the other midfielder could be open. And if he plays it to the winger, the winger can either find him making the run or the winger could play it back to the midfielder because now he's vacating space Creating opportunities for balls to be played through, which they do. And uh, the winger plays it to the midfield. Midfield gives him a through ball, finishes over the goalie's right shoulder. Just magnificent, beautiful work from Brazil.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, simply uh, people don't move as fast as the that ball did. That ball was zipping across the field. A few passes and that's it, you know.
0: Yeah. Touch, touch, hit. And it was one time passes too, so even better. Um, but then we here we are number two, which is questionable for number one. But I I have another goal in mind for number one, just crazy goal. But here we are, number two, Roschelsson again. We all know it. Uh, I was talked about for a while. His bicicleta against Serbia, match day one. Um, what were your thoughts on it?
1: Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, total improvisation. Uh not anticipating I'd imagine to flick that ball up in the air the way he did. Um, but just to, you know, take a chance and swing your leg at it, why not? That's a moment everybody uh who played soccer growing up dreamed about hitting a hitting a bike in a in a game, let alone, you know, doing it on the biggest stage at the World Cup. So just absolutely surreal moment for him and uh, definitely got to
0: appreciate the skill it takes to do that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, who was uh someone else tried a bicycle kick? It almost went off, hit off the crossbar. I think it was Giroud against uh. I know
1: uh, Morocco had a, had one hit the post yeah, against France.
0: Yeah, they did. That would have been nuts too.
1: Yeah, that would have been a wild way to uh, continue that one.
0: That would have been fun to see Morocco force an extra time with France. Because you know they would have just forced PKs out of them. Would have been interesting. For sure. Um, and then we have number one for me. Um Luis Chavez plays for Pachuca. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, Pachuca.
0: I guess that's in the Mexican league. Yeah, I would I would assume. League MX. Um Boom. One way
1: to describe that that goal. Yeah. Free against, kick. Against uh, Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah. Free kick against Saudi Arabia. Match day three. Um, Mexico needed a win by, I'm pretty sure, like four goals. Um, I mean, that's at least 40 yards out. Yeah. Yeah, at least 40 yards out. Lines up behind the ball. Hits it with his left foot. And uh, he just finds top bins. Yeah, nothing the keeper could do. I wear
1: the Rashford one. I think the keeper could have done something about this one. I don't think there's anything the keeper could do. Yeah. Curling away from him. That's the big thing. Just getting it to move away from the keeper so he has to keep moving. You know, he might feel like it's coming at him, but uh, keeps sliding a little bit inside or towards that post
0: and becomes dangerous. Yeah. I would agree. Um, so that's our top goals for the World Cup. Just absolutely amazing goals throughout the whole tournament. It was a lot of fun. A lot of goals. A lot of goals this tournament.
1: Yeah, I saw, I think it's in the top top two or something like that. I think I saw a post about that. That's dope. But a very fun tournament. And, you know, if I wasn't excited enough for a, a World Cup in the USA... Uh I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to see a goal at uh MetLife. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what teams are in our area. That's that's a it would be cool if we had um, you know, some of the bigger teams playing over on the East Coast. Yeah. So I mean, we have a better chance of getting there.
0: You could we could possibly go to MetLife um Lincoln Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Or Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, in Massachusetts. Those are probably the closest games we could go to if we don't want to travel far. But I'd be down to travel.
1: Yeah, make it. I mean, it's gonna be expensive, but yeah, anything we could do to you know enhance
0: the experience, without a doubt. I feel like I, uh, me and Surface were talking about this last uh, the first podcast. Also, shout out Dylan Surface. I didn't give him the shout out last time we were on the podcast because um to be honest I've never ran a podcast before so shout out Dylan Surface for uh coming on start starting us off but then also here we go so I wanted to go over the awards me and Q made some predictions on last podcast Q you had Giroux with two goals in the world cup final to win it
1: yeah um You give him the extra 50 minutes in the game, that happens.
0: I agree. I honestly, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I agree 100%. They subbed him off too early. I get it. You're down two goals. You need to make a change because they were shutting down the wins. So you you need to get Mbappe in the middle, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of annoying. He should be able to expose his side if he's that good of a player. You know, obviously, if anyone ever played winger... Or left back. You, you have a shorter field than someone who plays in the middle. Because you have the sideline right next to you. Narrower field. Narrower field. Shorter, narrower, yeah. So, you know, Mbappe plays well as center striker. So does Giroud. Giroud doesn't create as much chances, opportunities as Mbappe does. But, um, yeah. Um, I actually had Messi and Mbappe to tie... Which they almost did. He was a goal away. Yeah, it was a it was a good fight. I mean, he had it for uh, for a little bit
1: if if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, he was he was up before Mbappe. They were tied, and then Mbappe scored the PK um, to tie it up to send it to PKs, and that's what put him at seven. So, congratulations Mbappe on um, seven goals in the World Cup twenty three.
1: No, no, eight, eight, this, eight, this time. Eight. I think so. Yeah, he had eight. Definitely
0: eight. Yeah, because he was coming in with five. Yeah, him and Messi were tied at five. So Messi finishes with seven, and Bappe finishes with eight. Um, you know, golden boots. You know, obviously you want to win the World Cup. But golden boot is, it's not a big consolation prize. to Be not honest, at with all, you. not at all. But you know, he he won't be happy. Yeah, outside perspective, uh, perspective wise. Yeah, know. easy to easy to say. Be happy with it. Yeah. Um, then we had Golden Glove. You were dead on the money, Martinez.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm not happy about it. I don't like him particularly. I think he's fantastic in uh, at penalties, but that's a part of the reason I don't like him. Is is the uh, mind game approach that he takes um what was but we- if if I'm a coach, you know that's great. I take it every time
0: yeah what was him uh what was up with him humping the trophy? What do you think
1: uh, yeah, that's just weird that's just <laughs> that's just him being a weirdo and, uh, boom, another reason I don't like him I mean, you got world leaders behind you, you got kids watching the world Cup, and <laughs> that that motion was just crazy,
0: yeah. For those who didn't watch the ceremonies, look it up. You probably have seen it, I would imagine. Yeah, it's that. everywhere.
1: But uh, if you haven't, it's definitely worth the uh, look up. Yeah.
0: He he puts the, the... It looks like he puts the golden glove on his, um. you know... His manhood. His manhood. And, <laughs> uh, you know, he was holding it up. So he was probably, you know, he was having a good time. Good time, yeah, but so
1: classless.
0: Yeah, I, I think he forgot... Um, like, what was going on, you know? I think he was just so... So caught up in the moment. So caught up in the moment. Just forgot, like, where he was at that time. Forgot almost... He probably forgot cameras existed, <laughs> you know? It's a tough thing to forget. I mean, but imagine winning something like that. No, I mean,
1: I'm sure he doesn't regret it in the slightest.
0: No, no. They they had so much fun. I was watching all of their... Uh, their um, Instagram live videos.
1: Yeah, the locker room celebrations.
0: What I would do to join a lo- locker room celebration like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the dream.
0: I mean, we had one um, in Cortland, uh, Brockport versus Cortland. We beat Cortland 2-0. Uh, goal from El Capitán Quinton Volpe. Also, a crazy assist as well. And we got in that locker room and it was just... Popping water bottles on it, you know, pouring, yeah, you turn pouring into, water on Gary.
1: Yeah, you turn into a little kid again. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was fun. It was a lot of fun. A
1: lot of emotion. Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah. I would like to see what the locker room would look like after Japan won a World Cup or South Korea.
1: They'd probably party and then clean it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it would probably be spotless. That's for sure. <laughs> But then we also both had Messi MVP, and that was a pretty much of a hit.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty safe bet. Unless, uh, I think if, if France win, I think Mbappe would have deserved it.
0: Yeah, I can't disagree. I mean, especially first time scoring a hat-trick since 1966. If they win that World Cup, um, let's say Mbappe puts a goal in to end the game in regulation and he has a hat trick in the first half. I mean the um the first 90. Yeah, there there'd be no doubt in my mind that he would have won. And then also this is a crazy stat. Five players tied for most assists. Can you list them? Yeah, I'll um we had Ivan Perisic who love it even though he's a Spurs. Yeah, I mean he's having a tough time at the Spurs coming into this tournament I literally said Perisic isn't doing anything with Croatia. That was probably like one of my reasons why I didn't believe in Croatia this tournament was him, but he showed he showed it off. He, I
1: think he's always at his best with the national team.
0: Yeah, definitely. So not, I think it's always
1: been the case. That's why he kind of has bounced around from club to club. Definitely not with Tottenham, though.
0: No, I haven't seen anything of him uh, at Tottenham. Yeah, He's been having a tough time there. Very, very tough time. Um, I don't think he's this is all morocco stats but um but then we also had harry kane with three assists pretty impressive from the um the cap the captain for england but uh i think he only had one goal the whole world cup yeah that's okay that's a tough uh showing for harry kane i think that's okay
1: they didn't if they lacked goals then it would have been uh, a bigger issue But they scored enough goals where him only having one, but still participating and getting assists and being involved in the buildup. I think he did enough.
0: If he has more goals, I give him that second PK. But him only having one goal, I think he had two goals. One was in group stage and then one was in the uh, quarterfinals. Difference between um, an elite player
1: and a Spurs player right there. Mbappe taking three, scoring three.
0: Yeah. Um, so you have two, two Tottenham, two Tottenham bottlers, five and four tied at three. Then you had Bruno, another uh, EPL player, Bruno Fernandes for Portugal, also with three. Um, he didn't have the greatest World Cup. I disagree. I mean, I it thought was he good. Uh,
1: had an excellent performance. He played well.
0: Um he you know he is coming of age. Uh he had two goals against Uruguay, two assists against Ghana. But um he had one assist in that Switzerland route. I don't think that's enough out of him either. He's a uh, at least for United what he used to be when he was one of the top scorers in the Premier League and assist and assist givers. You know he does it. A lot. He he has to do it outside the box. He he really wasn't. He didn't have that many shots on target. He had a high expected assist rate, but you know that's oh, because there you go. That's partly his teammates' fault. Yeah. But another EPL player there in the top uh, top five t- tied with three assists. Then is followed by Messi. Uh, Messi with three assists throughout the tournament. <clears throat> Seven goals, three assists.
1: Yeah, there it is. That's why, that's why he gets it over Mbappe, the best player for sure. Yeah. How many did Mbappe have? Two. Two. Yeah. That, that probably did it for the best player.
0: Yeah. And then, um, also tied at three was uh, Antoine Griezmann. Which one of the worst worst World Cup finals I've ever seen out of him? Uh, well, not you know. I know what you mean. Yeah, not he didn't he perform, didn't perform
1: well. up to his. The expectations. Difficult, uh, I mean, he played center mid in the semifinal against, who was it? Morocco? Yeah, Morocco. France-Morocco, yeah. So he did well in the midfield, I think, um, because Morocco didn't pose such a threat in holding the ball and building attacks. And then when you have Argentina, who's going to keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball, find an attack... Um, you can't have somebody like Griezmann in the middle. That's why it didn't work out for him in the, uh, the final.
0: Yeah. But a good tournament, uh, up until that point, I think. Yeah, he did. He, I mean, he, he was very, um, he dominated a lot in the midfield with his games with France. He was probably one of their, um, you know, one of their, uh, maestros. He, 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 um, Connected a lot of passes to put them in positions to score a lot of their goals that they wound up putting in this World Cup. Yeah, new role for him. Yeah, I would agree. Those are the stats. Um, Excellent World Cup. Will go down in history. Yeah, something I'll never forget. Something we'll never forget. It's over now, though. I I feel like I just, uh, you know... I'm like, I'm like hungover, like World Cup hungover or something.
1: Yeah, it's a different, uh, different mindset every day, it feels like. Even though it's only day one.
0: It's the first day without it. I feel like I haven't watched a game now in like a week. (laughs) That's how it goes. It's very sad. Congratulations, Argentina. Congratulations, Messi. Argentina looks crazy. Uh... Uh,
1: Buenos Aires, yeah.
0: Buenos Aires is insane. Just a big party. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, If you haven't seen, look up like a fly. Someone flew a drone. Yeah, the drone footage. It is just them singing, um, all of them cultivated together, hanging out. Partying in the street. Partying, dancing, singing. Uh, they show up to Messi's grandma's house, singing at her window. They were singing to a blind guy on a balcony. Just um, absolute scenes from them. And uh, respected and deserved. Yeah, it's an end of a generation for us with Messi. Um, if we do see him again, that would be awesome. But if not... Um, hats off to him. I really appreciate everything that we got to watch through him. It, it really is just legendary, especially if you've been watching World Cup since you've been born. You just know how important he is to the country. Uh, he just means so much to them. And to the sport in general. And to the sport in general. Well deserved. Um, but, uh, we got some Boxing Day EPL matches coming up. And Championship.
1: That'll be it. That'll be an exciting topic after yeah. um, post World Cup. We should have a uh, pre boxing day uh, chat.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have a pre boxing day chat. So if you enjoyed everything we talked about at the World Cup, I know we, you know, this was a little late into the efforts of the tournament itself, but um, if you enjoyed all of this, I'm telling you, I am telling you, come. EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A, League One, MLS, League MX, the Netherlands League, all these important leagues, the the Portuguese Leagues, Champions League, Europa League. If you've enjoyed this, you're going to enjoy that. We're going to be talking about this. We're going to be talking about matchups coming up. Football is one of the greatest sports in the world, and... It comes on you get to watch what? There's games on every day. Pretty much nonstop. It's nonstop football in this in this world. And uh you know, we're gonna bring you live action to it. Uh we're gonna bring you updates, and analytics, transfer rumors. We have the uh January transfer window coming up. So it was exciting stuff. It was a good way to end the World Cup. If you only like the World Cup, we'll see you in twenty twenty six.
1: Yeah. And uh, have a a good four years.
0: And also we have Euros 2024 in Germany. That should be some exciting stuff as well. Absolutely. So, all right, folks. um, This was World Football Talk brought to you by your host, Ryan DiLorenzo. Also accompanied by me today, Quentin Volpe. Thanks for having me. No problem, dude. Um, We'll talk to you guys soon, all right? Have a good one. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, first, second night of Hanukkah. And have a happy new year. Peace. Peace.